Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports by Lion Studios. Check it. This is WBC Boxing TV and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but hardly duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing journalist. So straight up, supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? If you know more, you think you know more, I invite you to tell the world. Open up the phone lines here, 1-800-878-7529. That's toll-free all around the world, 1-800-878-7529. You can text us here in the studio, the confidential, discreet, no obligation text line, the number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, Jojo Diaz was win- Jojo Diaz was a winner last night. He is now a WBC champion, 135 pounds. I wish we had Mauricio Suleiman on the show so Mauricio could explain to me how there's so many WBC champions at 135 pounds. Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, and now this guy. Anyway, speaking of Ryan Garcia, um, everybody wants to fight Ryan now. Of course, Tank Garcia, Tank, uh, Tank Davis, Gervonta Davis, a victorious a fortnight ago at 140 pounds. He's calling out Ryan Garcia. Floyd Mayweather says that's the biggest fight going right now is, uh, you know, Ryan Garcia. The boy, the wonder kid, of course, the king of Instagram and all that kind of good stuff, the social media phenomenon, and Tank Davis. Of course, Tank Davis looking good at 140 pounds, but looking small at 140. I mean, I'm not trying to say he's not he's not where he's supposed to be, but he can win at 140, just probably not against Josh Taylor. That's my opinion. Hector says he can beat Josh Taylor. I don't think so. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Once again, the text line here in the studio, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Tower of power to the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ron 
sidebar here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council. The WBC. It's just an unusual situation. I mean, a young prize fighter has the whole world laying out in, in, in front of him, uh, has planned for this moment um, for years, and when it comes, he's finding a hard time to deal uh, with all the responsibility he may feel to these fans. And uh, is it asking too much of a 21, 22-year-old to uh, have to satisfy such a a large fan base? Uh, It's an interesting question because he's not going to be the first one that builds a fan base through social media and then has to live up to it. 
Larry Merchant, of course, on Ryan Garcia, the unbeaten lad out of Southern California, of course, unbeaten, 135 pounds. I think he was a rage. I think he was on the on the uh, the cusp of superstardom with other people like Hector and uh, the boxing's PAC, Socrates Palmer. They say, "Hey, you're pushing it too far." And Ryan Garcia, okay, okay. Anyway, Ryan Garcia's got his problems, but he's back training. Uh, supposedly, he's not having to take any medication or anything like that, which is sort of good because you really don't want. I mean. You know, I don't want fighters taking anxiety medication or antidepressant medication because it just doesn't make them the same people. And you gotta be, you gotta be you in order to fight. No, I hope Ryan Garcia gets well to the point where he can come back in the ring real soon and fight guys like Devin Haney, uh, or, um, <laughs> the aforementioned, uh, I want to mention Jojo Diaz. He was a winner last night. Of course, Southern California is from El Monte, California. He's now 32 and 1 with a draw of 15 kills. He beat the trial horse, the guy that was Ryan Garcia was supposed to fight in July, and Javier Fortuna. Fortuna is now 36-3 and three with a draw and 25 kills. I think he was a champion at two different weight classes. But uh, bottom line is, Fortuna was the opponent. He came in last night. He did his thing. He went 12 pounds. He went 12 rounds. This is 135 pounds for Jojo Diaz. Good luck on that one. He claims the WBC interim title. And as I said, I'd love to get Mauricio on the show and find out what ex- exactly is happening at 135 pounds. Of course, at 135 pounds, we have... All kinds of guys. We have Tank Davis. He has a, he has a WBO, I uh, take that back, a W, yeah, the WBA 140 pound crown, a WBA 135 pound crown, and I believe a WBA 130 pound crown. Three different weight classes right now. Javante Davis. I don't know which one he's going to continue to, uh, work in, but I'm probably thinking it's a heavier one because, he probably doesn't want to lose the weight and get down to 135 pounds or 130 pounds. 130 pounds requires tremendous dedication as far as Javante Davis is concerned. And I don't know if Floyd can get that kind of, of course, Floyd Mayweather's running him. And Floyd thinks that he's the guy. Floyd's betting the house on him. Floyd's betting the house on him. I don't think he can make 130 pounds to be strong as far as, uh, can, besides, there's no super big money fights at 130. The big fights are 135 pounds. And it seems like Floyd is moving him away from 135 pounds to 140 pounds. I mean, he took on the, the champion 140 pounds a couple weeks ago. Mr. Bradis, not, not a whole lot of, not a whole, we didn't know a whole lot about him other than that, that, um, he was trained, of course, across the bay by Virgil Hunter. And that's about it. I mean, he was the unbeaten champion, but that was about it. I mean, there was no accolades. There was no big press releases on this guy or anything like that. And, of course, Dank Davis goes in there and struggles the first three or four rounds and finds his groove, ends up getting a 10-7 round at one point in time. And, then, of course, I think stops the young man in the 10th or 11th round. At the end of the night, Davis still unbeaten, still the tank. But can he... Can't make 130, can't make 130, I don't think anymore. 135, of course, there's all kinds of guys at 135. There's Devin Haney, of course, a kid from San Francisco, California, unbeaten now, 26 fights, coming off that win a couple weeks ago. He looked pretty good, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he had nice moves, and I thought he wore, uh, th- that he, uh, he dropped some rust in the ring. There was a lot of rust dropping off him because he hasn't been too active. I mean, here's a young guy, although he started out like at the age of 16 or 17, fighting in Mexico and places like that. I kid you not. I mean, Devin Haney had a plan. He who fails to plan is planning to fail. Well, Devin Haney and his father, they didn't have, they weren't, they weren't thinking about failure. I'm, I'm not. I mean, you have to give them props. I mean, they bypass the amateur program because for the most part, the amateur program is just like a pimping system. And what I mean by that is you're striving, you're striving for that one slot. The one slot is to get that gold medal. Well, there's like 400 guys, you know, in your weight class. Or usually, used, used to be, there used to be a lot of guys per weight class. Maybe not anymore with the, uh, almost death of amateur boxing here in the United States. But there used to be a lot of guys per weight class. I know when I was fighting at 130 pounds, I think we had 104 guys, uh, that were ranked. I were like, we're ready for Western, we're ranked, ready to go into Western trials, the Eastern Olympic trials, something like that. Started off with 100 guys and it boiled down, of course, to the Olympic champions and who they were in 1984. Bad 
dudes, no doubt about it. But when you look at the status of amateur boxing here in the United States, I mean, uh, I think Mauricio Suleiman, the aforementioned WBC Presidente, of course, the son of Jose Suleiman, he said uh, uh, on a couple of editions of Ring Talk Live Worldwide a few months ago, a couple of months ago, he said that, you know, the, he's worried about the death of amateur boxing because you where are you going to go? I mean, it's like it would be like the death of AAA baseball. In other words, minor league baseball. I mean, what we do, where would we get our, our stars in baseball if we didn't have the minor leagues? Or we, if we didn't have college basketball for the NBA. In other words, you gotta have some type of breeding ground. Some place where they can get exposed, where they can grow, where they can expose themselves and, and, you know, and the bottom line is amateur boxing ain't happening that way anymore. I mean, 2004 with the Olympic gold medalist, of course, Mr. Andre Ward, the last gold medalist of the United States. And before that, I think it was Oscar De La Hoya dated back to 1992. So let me, let me get back. I think get back. Um, um, the kid won in Atlanta, 1996, David Reed. The kid from uh, the kid with that bad eye. The kid, he remember he had that pint that he had that really bad eye. That's where it ended his career a little bit early. But anyways, David Reed won a gold medal in '96, and then of course Oscar. Uh, I mean Andre Ward in 2004. But nobody's really been ringing bells as an amateur here in the United States because the amateur program is not funded. I mean, amateur boxing in the United States. Before, it was funded by hunger. In other words, guys were hungry, so they went to the gym. And if they didn't want to do the amateur thing, a lot of guys like, I'm going to turn pro and make a few dollars, a few dollars. And then some some of those prospered to the point or, or, or evolved to the point where they were, you know, fringe contenders and or champions. I mean, some guys get some guys can walk into a gym and become a champion. Yes, that is a possibility. Not too often, but it does happen on occasion, occasions. But here in the United States, I mean, think about this. 1976, that Olympic team, of course, Ray Leonard, Howard Davis. Howard Davis was the MVP. May he rest in peace. The Spinks brothers, Leo Randolph. I mean, I can go on it. Mark, I mean, and then 84 was Mark Breland and Meldrick Taylor and Pernell Whitaker. Evander Holyfield had the controversial bronze. Tyrell Biggs had the gold. Okay, all these guys went on to make some money as pros. In other words, that amateur career springboarded them into the professional career. And right now, with no amateur program here in the United States because of the lack of funding, nobody wants to put together any money. They just don't. I mean, in the United in the, in the United Kingdom, uh, Frank Warren put about I think he put about five or six million dollars in amateur boxing about ten, twelve years ago. Okay, and he got Ricky Burns, and he got you know Amir Khan came out of that, and of course. Anthony Joshua, the reigning champion, of course, at three or four different uh, sanctioned bodies of the heavyweight, but we know who the real world heavyweight champion is, of course, Tyson Fury. Speaking of Tyson Fury, I'll get to that after the break. Looks like eight of the people in his camp tested positive for COVID. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but straight up, Tyson Fury and and, uh, and Deontay Wilder looks like they're going to try to bypass that fight and go straight to the Anthony Joshua fight in early 2022. Sounds like a scam, but hey, it's boxing. You know, that's just the way it rolls. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the Guilfrey No Commitment text line. That number? 415-275-1613. The number, once again, 415-275-1613. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV coming to you live on Twitch.tv, Sports Byline USA channel. Check us out. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you knew that.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Well, I'm on Ring Talk, and as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say. But he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he could fire back. Never been one to say die. Never been one to hide out. He comes on damn near parpedos, full steam ahead. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good to see you're still alive. I think I like you. The soul side of town, the mighty Tower of Power, some of their new sounds. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Of course, Don King, uh, before the, after the break there, of course, 
talking about me training at the Times Square Gym in New York City. I was getting ready for somebody. I wasn't sure who it was, but I was in prime shape back there. And Don said to me, don't you want to fight, Pedro? <laughs> you must be crazy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Fights happening last night. Um, We'll get to... uh. A couple of them, but straight up, one of my favorite fighters. We talk about Ciencias Estrada. She was a winner last night. Of course, she's a uh, a talented young lady from L.A. There's no doubt about it. She's like got all the skills. She can talk a good game. She's sort of like Hector Camacho to an extent. She's 21 and 0 now, eight knockouts. Beat a girl last night by the name of Tinkai Tosami, uh, 99-91, basically nine to one in uh, nine to one rounds and eight to two in rounds on the other scorecard, 98-92. That was for the WBO 108 pound crown. She held the uh, 100. I take it back 105 pound crown and people say to me what's the difference three pounds there's a difference in size between three pounds at these lighter weights that's why they have the different divisions I kid you not um at 139 like I fought at 139 when the junior welterweight limit was 139 the difference between 139 and 147 was eight pounds it was massive it was just I mean it was massive you wouldn't believe it I found out when I moved up to 147 Jesus Christ these guys are huge and of course Dropping down to 132, I'd been a big guy for fought at 132, but didn't want to discipline myself to that extent. Um, wow. So Mrs. Estrada was the winner last night. Oh, Luis Perez shot me a text just now, right now. He said he's watching the Hands of Stone movie about Roberto Duran. Of course, Roberto Duran lost his mother a fortnight ago, and you want to give him all kinds of props because, you know, he's 71 years old. Now, he's been through hell. Um, I don't want to talk, detail his health. Uh, issues and I've known some he's had some health issues this and that so I don't want to go into that but he's a trooper he keeps going and of course I saw him a couple years ago when he was in Panama and watching Roberto in front of his own I mean it was his own we were in a hotel El Panama which is the biggest hotel the biggest most noted hotel in Panama City okay and of course Roberto's gonna there with his band and with that tuxedo he's got it going on playing the tambales and I mean he was just he was so so happy within himself he was had a wonderful evening there's no doubt about it and of course that was the last time I saw him he was in LA a few weeks ago uh take that back a few months ago and then he was supposed to come back a few weeks so maybe do something as far as some television stuff with Julio Cesar Chavez but evidently that's been put on hold as far as an exhibition's concerned between him and Chavez Duran's 71 years old, but yet he's still game. Seven years. He's still, I kid you not, he's game still. I, I kid you not, he's game. I mean, he said, yeah, okay, I'll do the exhibition. How many rounds? Oh, he's asking how many rounds. I mean, not whether he can make the weight, maybe get down to a certain weight, be in certain shape. Doesn't no, no, Roberto will be there. And of course, we're talking about Julio Cesar Chavez. Of course, he comes off that, uh, exhibition a fortnight ago with Hector Camacho Jr. Not my favorite guy. I mean, Camacho Sr. was my favorite guy. I even called my wife one time. Check this out. Uh, um, my wife doesn't want to let me talk to my daughter on the phone. I'm calling from Atlantic City on the phone. Like, and it's like, you know, really expensive for a long distance back then in the, uh, in the nineties. Anyway, so, um, so Hector Camacho hears that I'm fighting with her on the phone. Ah, so she hangs up the phone on me. So he calls her. He goes, I'll call her for you. I go, she, you're her favorite fighter. I didn't suggest it, but he heard it in the background. He goes, what's going on, man? I said, well, the old lady don't want to let me talk to the kid. She don't let me talk to the kid for a minute and this and that, Bob. And I paid, you know, I paid a bunch of money to call her on the phone, Bob. He goes, get her on the phone one more time. I'll call her. So, okay, okay. I'll talk to her. So Camacho calls and he says to her, he says, hello, I'm looking for Olga. And she goes, this is Olga. And he goes, this is Hector. And she goes, what do you want? She thought it was Hector Martinez, my best friend. It turned out to be Hector Camacho, the Harlem heckler, the macho man. She goes, 
He goes, hey, this is the macho man, Hector Camacho. And you hear those long pause at the end of the phone where she realized she's been embarrassed, okay? But that was just her. That Hey, that was my ex-wife in the in, in, in true, true, true living colors, no doubt about that. But the macho man put her in spot, put her on the spot. And, of course, I think the last time, when the last time I saw her, I talked to him a couple, maybe two or three years before he died on the phone. Somebody gave me a phone number, a live phone number from a Florida area code, and I called him, and we didn't record anything. We just talked, and he seemed to be okay. But you can sort of hear the the residual effects of professional boxing affecting the macho man Hector Camacho. In fact, we'll maybe hear a clip a little bit later where he was talking about all the brothers in boxing. But, you know, he he um, he, he sounded punchy. He sounded like a cartoon. I mean, he was a little nasally like that, you know, and, and he, he seemed like a little bit slower in this and that. So, you know, the residual effects of professional boxing, think this back, he never got stopped. Never got stopped. All of them, all like 68 fights, never got stopped, okay? Of course, one, one weight class, uh, one legitimate uh, championships in a couple different weight classes before campaigning in other weight divisions, of course, and coming off that that big win over Sugar Ray Leonard when Ray Leonard went into that fight. Of course, he and Ray, the Battle of the Legends, and Ray was destroyed in a few rounds, and Camacho just kept going, of course. But the residual effects of professional boxing and Colombian dust, Colombian dust meaning cocaine, that was Camacho's downfall. It was just absolutely his downfall. I don't know. I, I told this story a few times on the air, and I think it came out in the recent movie on Hector Camacho, the Macho Man, or something like that on Showtime or Netflix. Netflix thing has got it. But uh, he didn't want to come down for a fight. He was all coked out like a couple of days before the fight and didn't want to come down for the fight or a press conference, something like that. And the TV officials were like freaking out. I mean, they're going to CBS. I think, I think the CBS TV, they were freaking out. I mean, can this, you know, he's going to be their headliner. And he's having like a nervous breakdown or some type of drug issues or something like that. So don't want to come out of his room. And then, of course, we had that card in uh, Carolina, Biomon, Puerto Rico, and outside of San Juan. And that was, I think, uh, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Anyway, same thing happened. Hector, uh, Hector, uh, Harold Smith comes to me. We're at the fights. And Harold Smith says to me, he says, um, Hector's not coming. And I thought he meant like, like Hector Valdez or somebody like, you know, I, I don't know, Hector who? He goes, Hector Camacho. I said, what do you mean? He goes, he ain't fighting. I said, what do you mean he ain't fighting? He goes, I got off the phone with him five minutes ago. He's all loaded at the hotel and he ain't going to fight. I said, and, he, and, and then, wait, wait. And before Harold can go, before, before I can even interject, Harold says to me, if he don't show up, Pedro, nobody's getting paid. And I've been there for a month and a half promoting this, doing the TV production, the pre, pre, uh, pre broadcast production. I mean, I did all the publicity stuff as far as writing the press releases. I mean, I did it all there. I was, I've been there like six, eight weeks. I don't want to go home with nothing. I mean, what's my plane ticket going to look like? Is my plane ticket still good? Anyway, um, I get in a town car and go back to the hotel, left my, left my suit there, my suit jacket at the, uh, at the arena, went to the hotel and, and Camacho don't want to come. I said, man, you got to come. I banged on his door, banged on his door, banged. Finally opened it up. He don't want to come. Cocaine on the table. He don't want to come. I said, man, nobody's going to get paid. I said, you're screwing all these people over here in Puerto Rico. I said, you know what this is going to look like in the paper tomorrow morning? Hector Camacho, no show to fight. You know what it's going to look like in Puerto Rico, man? I said, you know, the, I said, uh, Trinidad, all these other guys, they never no showed anybody. Even Rosario, he was heroin addict, didn't show, no show on a fight. I said, you, you'll be put in a class all by yourself. I think he thought about that for a second. And then he went, snorted some more cocaine, and then he said, okay, let's go. And we went. And we went to the arena, and he fought Jorge Vaca, who basically is Scott Cuddy, but back in the day. Um, I'm telling you, Jorge Vaca was like 
he, he was a rough, tough dude. I don't know how he ever won a lot of fights because he didn't seem to have a lot of skill, but he was a rough, tough dude. And Vodka came out. He's got this face that looks like, you know, somebody's beat it with a baseball bat or maybe a, 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 a pizza, pizza cutter or something like that. Just like, oh, he's, he's a gnarly looking guy. Okay. Vodka's not, Vodka wouldn't be your first guy to, um, pick to do any modeling. Just put you like as far as his mug was concerned. I mean, he had a horrible looking face. I'm just being honest. Okay. So, uh, I can't, but I mean, Vodka, how can you, how, I mean, so Vodka and Camacho come together, and I say to myself, how long is this going to last? Well, not very long, it was the first opportunity got, Camacho tried to butt, but, um, but Vodka, and of course Vodka, as I said, had all the scar tissue from bleeding before, so it was, you know, it's going to happen, if he tries, if he butts him again, it's going to be over. Camacho butted him again in the second round, the fight was stopped. Uh, we all got paid, but the people got ripped off as far as the main events concerned. Unless they were looking for just a, an appearance by the macho man, Hector Camacho, they got ripped off that night. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I mean, I was just glad I got out of town. And I remember getting on the plane. I got on a plane to go to – I was going to Columbia. I had something going on in Columbia and um, a couple stops in Columbia. So uh, I'm on the plane, and I got like $8,000 in cash on me, and I had some other cash wired in. And I wired it for, some, you know, one of those uh, Instagrams, some of that kind of stuff. Anyway, I didn't want to carry more than ten grand in cash on you when you're getting on a plane, right? So I get on a plane, and they we end up end up in Puerto Rico, and they end up saying is you know we want to check we want to check you. I said, what do you want to check me for? And he goes, we want to we want to can you come off the plane? I said, what do you mean? The plane's about to take off. What are you talking about? He goes, Mr. Fernandez, can you come off the plane? We don't want to make a scene here. And when the co- I, I'm an ex cop, okay. When the cops say that to you, we don't want to make a scene here. That means we're about to beat your ass unless you get up and come with us, okay? Yikes! So I get up, I walk out to you know to the uh, the run. They had to bring us outside the door, this and that. And the, the crew is like looking at us, you know, like who oh, is guy? Is he is he an Arab? Is he a terrorist? Has he got a bomb? What's going on? Anyway. Um, they get me out there in the, the walkway, the alleyway, whatever it is, between the plane and the airport. And they're saying to me, "Why? where are you going? I said, I'm going to Columbia. He goes, why are you going to Columbia? I said, because I, I, I got a girlfriend there. I do some business in Columbia. We're in the boxing business. We've got boxing events in Columbia. He goes, um, well, what, do you, what, what, what kind of money do you have on you? And I said to him, I mean, you've got to be honest, right? I mean, I got $8,000 on me. $8,000? Where the hell did you get $8,000? I said, I just worked this TV event. I've been in this country for two months, eight weeks. I worked a Camacho fight last night, a couple of nights ago, Baba and Barrow and, and, and Bayamon, Puerto Rico. I did the TV. I did the ring announcing. I did this and that. I did the publicity. Well, I've been here for a while. So anyway, they're hassling me. And I see the, like the crew lady, you know, the, the, the head flight attendant. She's looking at her watch. She's looking at the custom guys. In other words, we're going to take off the plane. Are you going to let them on the plane or not? So they let me on the plane. And when I got back on the plane, everybody looked at me. Like I was Charles Manson. Like I was gonna bring down the plane. I mean, like I was a terrorist. Like I was some why, some, I mean, oh, they just saw, all these people saw evil in me. Cause let me tell you, when the, when the cops come on the plane, when three cops come on the plane and tell you, you know, we don't want to make a scene and everybody can hear that we don't want to make a scene type of thing. That's usually the type of things they do with a real criminal, not some ex-cop that's doing some TV in there in the, in Puerto Rico. Of course, I have got some Puerto Rican blood in me, but that day I wasn't proud to be a Puerto Rican because they dogged me. There's no, absolutely no doubt about it. And who dogged me? Puerto Rican custom officials. I kid you not. Worked for the United States, but they were Puerto Ricans. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Coming to you live from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay. San Francisco, California, live on Twitch.tv. That's Twitch.tv 
the Sports Byline USHL. I'm looking at the video right here. Of course, you can check us out live or delayed on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, 24-7. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Let's go down to the nightclub. Thank you, Pedro. You run tomorrow? I'll be right. You gonna run tomorrow morning? Yeah, 530. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Okay. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. He's got it all. Race on line up a shot and weather the storm. He knows what it's like to have to weather an early storm. Look at this stuff. Oh, what a set of with the Jimbo on the back of Ray Mercer in his guard. <laughs> he won the champion. Get in the 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a million lose a man. That's the way it goes. How about make 200 million? Get your ass kicked. I'm talking about Conor McGregor. Of course, I lost again, of course, to uh, Dustin Poirier last night. Got his ankle broken uh, at the end of the first round, the second round. The bottom line is the fight ended early. His ankle was broke. But, you know, when I look at Conor McGregor going into Conor McGregor going into this fight, I saw an old drunk. That's what I saw. I saw an old drunk. I mean, his face, he never got really refined as far as being in conditions concerned. Because when you get in shape, the water comes out of your face and your bones start to stick out and this kind of stuff. In other words, you look, some people look anorexic okay or drawn okay but you know you're in good shape he didn't look that way to me he looked like he was a fat a, a drunk guy a drunk and alcoholic of course that decided well i'm not going to drink that much for a while and i'll just cut off for like six or eight weeks and you know as far as the booze is concerned and i'll get myself together and guess what he didn't get himself together because i said he didn't have any snap last night he landed one decent punch i thought on on uh on uh, Dustin Poirier in the first round. It was a right-hand, I believe, a right-hand lead or a right-hand cross. But outside of that, he didn't do much. I'm talking about Conor McGregor. Of course, McGregor now 22-6. and six. Of course, the man that won, made all that money was Floyd Mayweather a couple of years ago, that rip off the heist that it was. But you, I mean, a lot of you boxing fans paid for that stuff. I mean, what can I say? It was spit with an H. That's what I thought it was. I mean, come on. Conor never had a professional boxing match. He had, like, I think he had a couple of amateur boxing matches, and you could put him in there with the best fighter pound for pound. At one point in time in the world, in the most minds, in the minds of many or most, I'm not a more Floyd Mayweather fan, so I've never thought he was the best fighter pound for pound in the world. I thought maybe he was the best boxer in the world at one point in time, but the best fighter, no, no, no. You don't, he doesn't have, takes, he's a couple letters short of spilling, being a complete fighter, talking about Floyd Mayweather. Of course, Mayweather, the excitement stop, the excitement stops when the bell rings. That's just the way it was. I'm going to knock this guy out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to destroy him. I'm going to hit him so hard as kinfolk, you know, and Floyd would talk all that smack, but then, when the fight started, Floyd would go into that safety first pedestrian type of style. And, and I understand why he did that because his uncle, Roger Mayweather, of course, ended up like in a loony bin. He died like a year, like, I think in less than a year, a year ago. Of course, Roger was my buddy, the former WBC 140 pound champion, 100, I think a WBC 140 pound champion and WBC 100, or WB 130 pound champion. Of course, he, he skipped 135, the Black Mamba, but he was a hell of a fighter, no doubt about it, one big puncher. And we used to hang around together and, you know, I used to ask him, what, what happened to the Chavez? I'll get to MMA in a minute. What happened in the Chavez fights? And he said, you know, Chavez just had this incredible will. He goes, I hit him with shots that other guys would just fall from. He goes, you know, you can feel it when you hit somebody right and you can feel it. The groove is going on. You can feel it all the way up your arm, you know, probably up to your spine. But it wasn't happening for Chavez. Chavez had that iron chin. He wasn't going nowhere. So when Mayweather just couldn't knock him out like he had knocked everybody and everybody else out. Eventually, Julio Cesar Chavez got to him and won by stoppage. But at the end of the day, of course, Mayweather, uh, Floyd, uh, Roger Mayweather ended up um, in a hospital. I uh, wasn't able to talk. And, of course, you know, I sort of saw the residual effects of boxing, maybe a little booze too, um, in the, mm, I guess, 90s when he and I were hanging around together in Vegas. Of course, I had my own little world down there in Las Vegas when I was the spokesperson of both TV and radio for the Imperial Palace Hotel and Casino. So I had the run of Vegas, no doubt about that. Anytime I wanted to go to town, I was there and 
You know, Roger and I spent a lot of time going to clubs and this and that, having fun. I mean, we never drank. He never drank all that much. Never got loaded. Of course, he never got high or anything like that. Not in front of me. But the residual effects of boxing, you can see him take play, to see him take hold as he got tired. In other words, later in the day, in other words, he was like sharper in the morning than he was in the afternoon and definitely sharper than he was at night. So you can see the residual effects of professional boxing and or anything else that might have been uh, uh, causing this to, uh, to Roger Mayweather sort of take effect. And, of course, Floyd Mayweather saw that. He was obviously he was, he was a witness to it. I mean, Floyd paid for his uncle's rehabilitation, not rehabilitation, his convalescent care. I mean, give Floyd props. He did pay for Uncle Roger Mayweather's uh, convalescent care. As far as Mayweather being a trainer is concerned, I thought he was a good trainer. I don't think his, his brother, Floyd, the father of Floyd Mayweather Jr., I don't think he's a good trainer at all. I, just, I don't think so. I think he's all, all mouth and all hype. Anyway, Dustin Poirier, TKO's uh, Conor McGregor in the first round. It was a stoppage. Of course, as I said, a broken ankle. The co-feature, Gilbert Burns defeated Stephen, this wonder boy, Thompson. Thompson not getting any breaks. It was a 29-28, 2-1 uh, edge in rounds, 28-28 across the board. Of course, that was at welterweight, 170 pounds. The heavyweight uh, fight. Knockouts, you know, it usually happens in the heavyweight division. Tuai Tavazi, a Samoan dude, obviously, knocked out Greg Hardy in the first round, a minute and seven seconds in. And I told you yesterday that Samoans win by early round knockouts. If you can take a Samoan just a little bit, you can just take them a little while, take them in, take them in, take them deep into the first round. If it's a five minute round, take them deep into the first round and you'll get them to gas. They just don't. They don't condition themselves. For some reason, they don't, aren't the cardio kinks. They just aren't. I used to box this guy named Sonny Nopopo. I hope Sonny's not listening or may he rest in peace if he's passed away. But anyway, I used to box him here in the city and I would watch him spar other guys and he would light them up because he would get this close to him and he would let the, you know, people would let him get that close. I never let him get that close. I used to, mm, this rum on him, okay? But when he, in the first round, when he came out smoking, he, I mean, he came out smoking like Joe Frazier, okay? He came out smoking. I grab him and run him around and walk him back in this way. I'm not thinking any offense at all. I'm just thinking to myself, let's get him tired, okay? That's the way you do. When I was a cop out there in the Petrero district, of course, I was like a hundred and fifty five pounds and once in a while you'd have to rumble with a Samoan. You know, and this was before the days where cops shot first. And there was I would be willing to fight somebody before I shot him. I mean that was what I took to that's part of the job. Nowadays cops don't want to fight anybody. They just shoot you first. I mean I kid you not. I mean we can go on and on and on and on about police uh uh responses here in the country, whether it's with white people or black people or brown people. I'm just telling you I think the police departments need to be reorganized, much like the fire departments were reorganized. Remember the fire departments they used to answer only fire, fire fire calls, right? I mean here in San Francisco it was the SF the San Francisco Fire Department, they nothing but fires, right? But now the fires are like eight to ten percent of their calls, if that. All these calls now, they're um they're for paramedics and lockouts and you know things like that. So the calls are not for fires per se. So the fire department has has reassigned their guys and sort of retrained them to an extent because they're doing things other than putting out fires because there's not too many fires. I mean, if you just had firemen putting out fires and not doing anything else, they'd be sitting they'd be sitting around maybe. 80, 90, maybe more than 90% of the time sitting in the station doing nothing. So what I'm trying to say is being a former policeman, I think that the police farmers need to be reorganized. The entire world of uh, of policing should be re- reorganized. And a lot should be go to, you know, you don't need to send, if you got a traffic ticket or, or, or something like that, you, I mean, like a parking ticket or or you've got some at the house where you're going to tow somebody's car in the sand, you don't need to send a policeman out there, an armed policeman out there. You really don't. And it said, you know, and a lot of times when you're dealing with people that are mentally imbalanced, because that's what they don't train you for in the police academy. I kid you not. They give you, like, I think they gave us 
I think they gave us four hours of dealing with mental health people, 5150s, and all those people that are out of their mind. They gave us four hours of that in the entire academy. It was a 19-week academy. They gave us four hours of that. And what, what did you deal with when you're on the street? Mental illness more than anything else. I don't know how I got off in that direction. Anyway, let's go back to the world of MMA. Ty Tavas was winner of Greg Hardy. Irene Aldana beat Yana Kunakea. Uh, that was a TKL in round number one. Of course, so that's good when the UFC's got a few knockouts there. Of course, the, uh, the, uh, pay-per-view opening bout, Bantamweight, Sean O'Malley came back and was a knockout winner in the third round with punches, TKO, over Chris Montefo. For the bottom line, Sean O'Malley is an exciting guy, no doubt about that. Carlos Condit lost in the uh, prelims on ESPN. Some of the other guys were on the prelims. Uh, not too many big names. In fact, I've told you before, the USC was like hurting for talent. I mean, majorly, they, no, no, they made, they made $290 million last year. $290 million last year. And speaking of that $290 million, guess how much bonuses they gave to the fighters? I told you it was 50 grand, right? Oh, so they heard me on the radio. They heard the fact that, you know, I've been screaming for about a couple of years now. 50 grand. Imagine this. Imagine this. You sell out Madison Square Garden. <clears throat> you sell it out. Masvidal did. Jorge Masvidal did with Nate Diaz. You say, cause you can't sell the event out with one guy. You gotta have two guys, okay? There's gotta be a big fight going on, right? So you sell, Masvidal sells out the MSG, the entire garden, quick like, bang, like that. It's like eight, seven million dollar gate, eight million dollar gate. He gets $500,000. He gets $500,000 and Danny gives him a $50,000 bonus. I kid you not. So these guys who made $290 million last year, that was the gross receipts for the UFC, $290 million and eight to 10% of that goes to the fighters. In other words, you gotta, listen, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. This is not pimping. If this was pimping and these were hookers and these were girls working the streets of San Francisco, my aforementioned position as a San Francisco policeman, having relationships or professional relationships with pimps and hookers, um, you couldn't get hookers to stay for eight to ten cents on the dollar. In other words, you told a girl, you know, go do a hundred dollar favor there and you're gonna give her ten bucks or maybe eight bucks. She ain't gonna, she, how long do you think that's gonna last before she's on a bus to Atlanta? Okay, not very long. So how come Danny can get away with it? Well, he's the only big game in town. Unfortunately, nobody else was paying the money. I thought that Scott Coker was to take over with Bellator and that Bellator would get the TV contracts and do all this kind of good stuff. And they just floundered. I think they missed the opportunity. There's no doubt about it. And, of course, maybe COVID had something to do with that, you know, because COVID has sort of wreaked havoc on the world at large and the world of combat sports for sure, of course. But fights are coming together. They're putting people in butts and seats again. I don't know if that's like good, especially like – if you're not, and people aren't getting vaccinated. I'll get to that. Of course, Tyson Fury and those guys a little bit later. But um, the bottom line is, right now, the UFC is a successful, a successful enterprise. There's no doubt about it. But, 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 I gotta say this: they're the biggest pimps of all time, no doubt about it. Now, as far as boxing history is concerned, you know, I was thinking about my man Sugar Ray Robinson. Of course, my time I spent with him in 19. 1984, June of 1984, we just watched, we watched Roberto Duran get knocked out by Tommy the Hitman Hearns. It was a, it was a rough, rough, it was a rough night for me. I mean, it was, just was. So anyway, uh, I, Sugar Robinson is staying across from me at the Aladdin Hotel, the old Aladdin Hotel, the one they imploded. Anyway, he's staying across from me and I'm like devastated. I mean, Duran just got destroyed by Tommy Hearns in the second round. Of course, Duran's my guy. You know that. Anyway, um, the reason why he got destroyed, he was, wasn't in shape. Duran was at one of those fights where like Murray Merchant said, you know, he doesn't stay in shape two fights in a row. Of course, the previous fight was against, was against Marvin Hagler in November of 1983, and he looked spectacular that night, going 15 rounds with Marvin Hagler, winning after 12 rounds, of course, losing by a point, a point, I think, in two points after 15 rounds. Of course, then 
like Larry Merchant said, Duran doesn't stay in shape two fights in a row a lot of times, especially later in his career. And, of course, the Tommy Hearns fight, I saw him at the um, – take that back. I was at the Western Olympic Trials in uh, in Colorado Springs in May of 1984 trying to get my spot on the Olympic team, the old dream, right? It didn't happen. Anyway, but Duran and Hearns came to town, so I caught – for the to, to, uh, to prep for this fight. We used to have press conferences. They would take a tour, and they would get like a charter plane. Bob Arum or Don King would get on the plane with them, and he'd bring the fighters like Marvin Hagler and, and Ray Leonard. He'd like travel them to eight or ten cities. Now they do it by, what, virtual and this kind of good stuff because of the pandemic. But those press conferences, they used to rock and roll. We used to get all the big stars here in San Francisco. Why? Because Jack Fisk wrote for the San Francisco Chronicle, and he was the godfather of all the boxing writers. I think he wrote for like 40 years. He's a boxing Hall of Fame writer. I named my daughter after him. I was his, for lack of a better word, B.A., you know what, itch um, for a long time. I used to pick him up from work every night, five nights a week, whether he was late or night. I just had to well, sit out there wait for him. He never paid for gas. How did I get into the Jack Fist thing? Anyway, may he rest to be Jacob Finkelstein. Of course, he changed his name from Larry, uh, Jacob Finkelstein to... Jack Fisk because of the anti-Semitism he experienced at the University of Alabama. Guess who was at the University of Alabama when he was there? George Wallace, the former presidential candidate and the governor of Alabama. Of course, the guy that was very anti-segregation back in the 1960s. He was part of the boxing team along with Mills Lane. I take it at Mills Lane, that's right, and the University of Alabama. That's back in 1948, I believe. Just stretching my memories. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The late Rick Stevens. Check him out. One of the great soul singers of all time. You're still a young man on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. And all these fighters that, that are, you know, they share in the revenue. They do share in the revenue. They have an, uh, 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 they have the upside in the pay-per-view, you know? Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. He didn't make any money. He decided to retire from the UFC. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Some other fights that took place this weekend. Um, it's sort of a slow weekend in the world of boxing. This was Bizzardo Ramirez's win, of course, of a former WBO Cruiserweight champion. 200 pounds now dropping down to 175. He's 42-0 and with 28 wax. He took on Barrera Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan Barrera. And the bottom line is the best thing about Sullivan Barrera is the fact his name. He's got a great name outside of that. Can't fight all that much. Went 12 rounds. I think he went 12 rounds with Andre Ward back about 10 or 12 years ago when Andre Ward was the king at 168 pounds. But out since, since that, probably not in his prone. But 22 and 4 now, 14 kills. The fight took place in LA. Zerto knocked him down with body shots. The fight was stopped in the fourth round. So you got to give him props. Manny Pacquiao looking good. Getting himself together. Of course, the wild card gym. Freddie Roach's wild card gym there. And I think on, uh, is it Hollywood Boulevard? What's the um, Sunset Boulevard down there in, in LA, of course. What can I say? Manny Pacquiao, the icon, of course, going to hook it up with Earl Spence. Earl Spence is a very prohibitive favorite, like a two and a half, one, three to one favorite in the minds of some people. Yet, a lot of people give Manny Pacquiao a significant chance of winning this fight. I mean, why? Because like Socrates Palmer said yesterday, boxing's PhD on the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live World Worldwide. He's Manny Pacquiao. He's been known to pull off impossible stuff. I mean, the guy moved from 107 pounds, what he turned pro at, 107 and three quarter pounds, and he fought for, he fought world class guys at 154, like 150 pounds, like a special cash weight in there between junior middleweight and welterweight. So what I'm trying to tell you is he's fought bigger guys. He's done a lot. Of course, I question the fact how he was able to do that it was supernatural i always say to myself is he taking flintstone vitamins or is he just manny pacquiao well, i guess maybe we'll never know on that one bottom line is earl spence and manny pacquiao in august on pay-per-view you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide lenny williams taking this break of course lenny williams former lead singer for tower power you can check him out he's doing his own thing got a new drop they call it drop cuddy cuddy says it's a drop new album out check him out at lennywilliams.com this is ring talk live worldwide check it you're inside look at the world of 
boxing and MMA, of course. Hour number one comes to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet channels. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two after the news here on Sports Byline. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernard. Sir Richard Branson and a crew of three others grazed the edge of space on Sunday in a rocket built by the British billionaire's company, Virgin Galactic. Lifting off from Spaceport America in Las Cruces, New Mexico, Branson was among three other mission specialists who reached speeds three times the speed of sound. So just imagine a world where people of all ages, all backgrounds, from anywhere of any gender, of any ethnicity have equal access to space. And they will, in turn, I think, inspire us back here on Earth. If you've ever, ever had a dream, now is the time to make it come true. And I'd just like to end by saying, welcome to the dawn of a new space age. Thank you. Sunday's launch was pushed back about 90 minutes from its original start time. This is USA Radio News. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A Texas man who told CNN he was waiting a little bit over six hours at a polling center in Houston to participate in Super Tuesday last year was arrested and charged this week with two counts of illegal voting. I feel like it was my duty to vote. I want to get my vote in to voice my opinion. And I wasn't going to let nothing stop. So I waited it out. Because he was on felony parole, he was ineligible to vote under Texas law, according to the Texas Attorney General's office. Authorities searching for victims of a deadly collapse in Florida said Sunday they hope to conclude their painstaking work in the coming weeks as a team of first responders from Israel departed the site. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava said 90 deaths have now been confirmed in last month's collapse of the 12-story Champlain Tower South among them are 71 bodies that have been identified and their families have been notified, she said. Some 31 people remain listed as missing. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-215-5141. 
800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. The Taliban claim to control most of Afghanistan. More from Dan Naraki. The Taliban says it's in control of most of Afghanistan after making rapid gains for most of the last week. At a press conference in Moscow, Taliban leaders claimed to be in control of 85% of the country and that they were engaged with power-sharing negotiations with the Afghan government, though some reports say their control actually extends over only about a third of the country. Former ambassador to the U.N. Bill Richardson met with the Taliban in that role in 1998 and says that he agrees with President Biden's decision to pull American troops from the country. He tells Fox News that it's time for the Afghan security forces to defend themselves and that the U.S. is not completely abandoning Afghanistan. Now, we're not abandoning the area. We're not cutting and run. We still are giving them advanced weaponry training. Uh, We're trying to get uh, surrounding countries uh, to, to help us with this effort. Uh, the Afghan security forces, they're well-trained. Uh, it's been a matter of political will. The political leadership there in Afghanistan has been shaky, but they've got to get their act together. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. A tiny kitten found itself in a tight space, but firefighters came to the rescue. A man flagged down the Hillsborough County Fire Rescue from a supermarket parking lot Saturday morning after he heard the cries of a kitten coming from his truck. Firefighter Elaine Owens crawled under the truck and rescued the kitten who had been stuck between the vehicle floor and the gas tank during the trip to the supermarket. For USA Radio News, I'm Brad Bernards. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Coming to you live on uh, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. The stream is coming to you live, of course, and delayed. You can always go to the Sports Byline USA 
the Sports Byline USA channel on Twitch.tv and check out our shows from the past. We're straight up, we're doing this live and delayed. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, 37, make that 38 plus years now. 38 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Of course, in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I'll bring in primetime Eddie Croft, one of boxing's premier trainers. No doubt about that. Pound for pound, he's up there on the list. That's how good this guy is. Anyway, bottom line is we'll get him to break down boxing unlike anybody else. Eddie breaks it down in a manner you can understand it. It's simple, and he's straight to the point. No doubt about that. So primetime Eddie Croft will come on in about 20, 22 minutes past the hour. Open phone lines all around the planet. This is my opportunity. I give you a, I give you an opportunity to, to Drop your lines in here. Of course, you want to be part of the show, you can. The toll-free phone lines, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You want to text us here in the studio? You got something to say? Want to get something off your chest? Did I tick you off? I don't care. Yeah, let me know. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive, but I'm pretty sure you already knew that too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success. Like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? 
going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. Hard as hustle, anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eye. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. Earthquake. Comedian Earthquake. Of course, HBO star back in the day talking about Roy Jones. Roy Bones. Of course, had that exhibition with Mike Tyson a few months ago where he showed up with breasts. He should have wore a bra. I couldn't believe he even showed up like that. I mean, whatever he got paid, it was way too much. He deserved to get paid maybe nothing. That's how bad I thought that Roy Jones looked physically. Mentally, Roy was not there. Of course, Roy used to be one of the great TV analysts, there's no doubt about it. I mean, when he did the HBO stuff, he was astute. But, man, a few years have passed since then. Speaking of HBO, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, not feeling all that well, had a cold this week. You know, he's 90 years old. When you get a cold... You sort of take note of it. I took note of it, no doubt about that. Um, one of the biggest controversies, of course, in 2020 was Joshua Franco and Australia's former world champion, Andrew Maloney. Of course, they're going to settle that score. The third chapter will go down August 14th. The Hard Rock and Las- take it back in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I guess uh, Tony Holden's going to promote this. There will be a co-feature, a 10-round co-feature, a WBO co-feature going on. Uh, junior welterweight and tender between Arno Barboza takes on Antonio Tono Moran. I like, you know, I wish Tony, Lo- uh, Tony Holden would get a TV series back together. He's talked about that and we've talked about broadcast partners and that kind of good stuff, but we never seem, we seem to be close to it, close to it, close to it. We never close it. At one point in time, we were ready to rock. I mean, we we're going to take over CBS television on Saturday nights. I kid you not. One card a month. We had a contract. Al Bernstein and myself. Al Bernstein. Al Bernstein, myself, the most insecure man I've ever talked, never been with in my entire life. Professionally, not professionally, just the most insecure guy I've ever met in my life, Al Bernstein. Anyway, Al Bernstein and, and Mills Lane, the Judge Mills Lane, let's get it on. Well, he was our broadcast partner. The three of us put together this team, and we were let's get it on boxing, and we did about, I guess we did about 20, 25 shows together. Did enough shows to the point where we sent our tapes to CBS, and CBS said, yeah, we like the idea of having the Mills Lane part of this, Judge Mills Lane, and the other two guys, well, they're okay too. So we were going to get, we we're going to get in the door with Mills Lane, right? And we get in the door. So they sent us a contract. I think the contract was signed, and my agent, I can't remember, was, ah, I can't remember who the guy's name was. He worked on the waterfront. But he looked at it, he said, it's their contract. I said, what do you mean it's their contract? Anything they want to give you, you just take it. Just take it. They're going to fly you first class. Just take it. Whatever money they're going to give you, just take it. So I said, okay. So we took it and we signed the contract. And then about mm, less than three weeks later, like 17 days later to the exact, I mean, I'm counting saying to myself, CBS TV, I finally made it. I'm going to be CBS television Saturday I'm going to be knocking out all bums on TV now. Didn't work out that way. Mills Lane had a stroke. He had a stroke and that was the end of the series. I kid you not, CBS, we pitched him to it. Just me and Al. 
Mm, that wasn't working. They had to have Mills Lane. So Mills Lane, of course, not in the best of health these days, but we wish him the very best, no doubt about that. Tim Zhu was a winner. Of course, he's son of uh, former world champion, 140 pounds, Kosh Zhu, of course, the guy that destroyed Zab Judah when Zab got crazy and threw the stool at the referee that night, all that kind of good stuff in the 90s. Of course, Zab Judah now is a trainer of note. He's training a couple of guys I know that are non-boxers per se, like blue-collar type of guys. He's getting white-collar type of guys. He's getting big, big money out of them. They're like YouTube guys. He's training YouTube guys, getting big, big money out of them. So wish him the very best of luck on that. Gene Biscow, former 175-pound champion of the WBA. I think he's been suspended and stripped, of course. I think it's the second, the first or the second time he's... I'm not sure if it's the second... But he got, t- he tested positive twice for steroids. I mean, the first test popped him. The second test popped him. He's convicted. He's done. He, they're going to suspend him six months. I think the WBA said they were going to suspend him six months. You know, listen, this isn't golf. This isn't baseball. This isn't even the NBA. Okay. This is combat sports. You're hitting people. You're trying to hurt them. If you get in a, a significant advantage in cardio, re- uh, cardio recovery, because you're taking steroids or you're taking uh, HGH or something like that, okay? That's not good. Performance-enhancing drugs, I mean, I used to take performance-enhancing drugs. My mother, she would sneak into the dressing room, my kids and I, she would have it brought into the dressing room. Sometimes she'd put it in a bag. It would be a cup of, a cup of espresso, like a four-shot of espresso. And I'd, I'd down that baby and start buzzing like you are, like I need to buzz before a fight, right? But no, that's sort of, that's sort of, that was my only performance-enhancing drug. Nowadays, guys are trying to take anything they can, of course, Remember the days of Shane Mosley. Shane, of course, popped positive for steroids after fighting Oscar De, Oscar De La Hoya the second time. It came out in YouTube uh, film. He was test, he testified in a deposition. He took steroids from Victor Conti, then the president of Balco uh, Sports Industries down there in Redwood City, California. Of course, man, he, he rigged the entire Olympics, the 2000 Olympics to Victor Conti. Marion Jones, remember her? She was like the miler or something like that, the female pirate, miler. She had her gold medal taken away. And of course, a lot of guys hung out with Victor Conti and were successful and not so successful. Victor Conti's most famous client had to be Barry Bonds. I mean, when Barry came here, Barry was, Barry was so skinny. Barry looked like, I mean, me and Barry could have been, we were both skinny when we were young. Both skinny when we were young, okay? All of a sudden, Barry ends up having like, his hat size grew like two sizes. How the hell does your head grow two sizes? His feet got bigger. Uh, and, but everything got bigger except one thing. There's one thing that didn't get bigger. That was testicular stuff. That didn't get bigger to him. And then some chick testified in court to him. I mean, you know, when you got some girl in court ratting on you saying that you got testicular shrinkage because of the fact you're taking performance anti-drugs, and yet at the same time, you're on the stand denying the fact you ever took steroids? How does that work out and you not get a perjury charge? Huh? Now you're Barry Bonds. Anyway, Victor Conti is still doing his thing. He's got some good products for that snack stuff. He's got this snack of sports nutrition for advanced conditioning or something like that. But he's got some good stuff there. Uh, I took a couple of those products for, well, I guess, about a year, year and a half, and I saw great, great results. So I'm not training that hard anymore, so I don't need Victor's products. But you can check out Victor's products, I think, at snack.com. Snack Let's go back to 168 pounds. Of course, the king of boxing, Mr. Saul Alvarez, got some good talent at, one, uh, at 168, but he's beaten just about everybody there except one guy, Caleb Plant holds the IBF title. He's like 24-0. and 0. He comes to us out of, I think, Las Vegas or Nashville, something like that. Anyway, he couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue as far as fighting the likes of Canelo Alvarez. So Canelo rolls over him as far as the rest of the 168-pound division. And I'm really high on the 168-pound division because they've got guys like David Benavides, undefeated now, 24 fights. Of course, comes to us from, from Arizona. The guy can rock. I mean, he looks like he's a future superstar. He speaks both English and Spanish. He's very fluent. 
But he's had some issues in the past with Colombian dust, so we wish him the very best on that. Hope he can keep his uh, future clean. The uh, the guy that I really am high on it is a David Morell, and like I'm looking at the the box rec ratings, they don't even have him in the top 14, the top 15. He is the WBA inter no the WBA regular champion, 168 pounds. He's only five and zero with four knockouts. Only five no, he's only had five fights. But check this out. I mean, I was looking at his fights. He went a four rounder, an eight rounder, a twelve rounder, a ten rounder, and a ten rounder. Kid you not. That's does all the rest. I mean, this is the fights he scheduled when he turned pro two years ago. So in for two years, he went from four rounds to twelve rounds and winning the WBA inter- uh, interim title. So now he's a regular champion at 168 pounds. That opens the door for him maybe later on down the road with a fight with Canelo Alvarez. Now, Canelo, as I said, the aforementioned king of boxing. Who's he going to fight? Who the hell is he going to fight in November or September? Is he going to fight two times this year? I mean, they haven't announced the card for September yet, and I'm a little antsy on that because I want him to fight two more times. In fact, have Benavides go out with the Benavides fight in December or November, and who knows how that's going to turn out because that's sort of like, you know, Benavides is unbeaten. He's bigger than Canelo. He's got some good reach. He's got good size. He pops well. He's got an attitude. Of course, Canelo's still the king of boxing. He would be favored going in that, but he would be, there would be no walk in the park for Canelo Alvarez. No doubt about that. Guess who's up next? Prime time Eddie Croft. Of course, the former super bantamweight WBC regional champion. He can rock. No doubt about that. We'll talk with Eddie Croft. Of course, boxing's, one of boxing's premier trainers and handicappers. No doubt about that. Next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Don't put your cut on, honey. This is getting good. Let my boys harmonize here just for a second, please. This is the mighty Tower of Power, circa 2008, of course, the, the Oakland Zone LP. No doubt about that. One of their epic albums, but not a lot of people know about it because they think Tower of Power was done like 20 years ago. No, they're still rocking and rolling. In fact, they hit the R&B charts with one of their latest albums, The Soul Side of Town, at number one. I kid you not. Tower of Power back at, being, back at the top of the charts. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Speaking of WBC... The former WBC regional champion, 122 pounds, is in the house to talk about prime time Eddie Croft. The man runs B Street Boxing on there in San Mateo, California. I consider him one of boxing's premier trainers. I kid you not, pound for pound, he's one of the guys. Prime time, what's up? How's life treating you? Ah, uh, pretty good, man. You know, really what, what, busy. And... Good. Okay, what's up with your 154 pound guy? Uh, my 168 pound. Okay. That what, guy? Yeah, what's happening? Uh-huh. Uh, he's got a fight July 31st um, in Germany against Vladimir Shishkin, um, another Russian guy. But Vladimir Shishkin fights out of uh, the Kronk gym, and um, Sugar Hill trains him. So, you know, we, we, we have our work cut out for us, and you know, we get to prove that we belong right now. So that's July 31st in Germany. I'm actually leaving next uh saturday and then today actually uh, i got uh an, an amateur he's in the semifinal at a national tournament in uh in lubbock texas um steve johnson and he's uh fighting in the semifinal about 125 pounds um elite males and you know, I'm excited to watch that too. You know, prime time. That's good news because of the fact that amateur boxing 
it's, you know, I mean, we, the gold medalists, think about this. 76, we had the Spinks brothers, Ray Leonard, Howard Davis, Leo Randolph, who's often the forgotten one there on that team, of course. And then 84, we had the, the, um, Meldrick Taylor, Pernell Whitaker, Mark Breland, um, Tyrell Biggs. I can go on and on, but the bottom line is, we were winning lots of gold medals. And then, of course, we had 92 with Oscar De La Hoya and then 96 with David Reed and 2004 with, with, um, Andre Ward. We're not striking gold the way we used to strike gold. No. Um, and you, well, you know what? The, a lot of the other countries, they put a lot of money behind it. You know, they, there's a lot of money behind it. And, and, you know, mo- most of the money that is, comes from from boxing is you know all like donor funded here um but you know we have like a country that's 10 times as big as everyone else so you know we should be able to find that those resources somewhere you know boxing's a hungry sport though and you and i know that and we've had to turn away the dinner plate and this and that and we didn't have the internet and all that kind of crazy stuff like guys have got now the world's a little bit easier now, I think, for guys. They've taken it easier. They're not hungry. You don't see the hunger anymore. I mean, Mexican fighters, pound for pound, are, are the most dominant fighters, I think, in the world. Mexican fighters, Puerto Rican fighters. Now the Russian fighters are starting to make their move. I mean, Kovalov was the WBO light heavyweight champion for a long time. He made some statements, no doubt about that. And, of course, Kostya Zhu, um, he was a 140-pound champion. There's all kinds of big names coming out of Russia now. Is there a Russian heavyweight on the horizon you can you can tip us off to? Um. Well, I no, I I haven't seen any that you know. I thought that was a legitimate threat to heavyweight title. I mean, there is a real big guy, like two hundred and eighty pound guy, and I and, and I I haven't seen him. Um, but you know, he's like eight no eight knockout something like that. But but I haven't seen him. But I you know what. There's, you know, some, all over Eastern Europe, there's there's good guys. So, I mean, eventually, you know, you will see more guys kind of fighting in, in the top ten and, and contender status. And then, you know, they fight for titles and don't win, and they kind of become gatekeepers. So, you know, we'll see more of those guys down the road. Um, but, like, you know, I, I the, the, look, the more opportunities you get the more chances you're going to get right and you ukraine had had two great heavyweights you know the the klitschko brothers so Mm -hmm. you know they you know so i I don't see why they won't have another one shortly okay um the world is adapting to the covid situation how's b street boxing doing with the covid thing how do you handle that uh do we're good i mean we're good you know i mean like when we first opened we were Everybody had to have masks, and, you know, we were practicing social distancing. But, you know, now that, like, San Mateo, you know, almost everybody's been vaccinated. So I'm glad everybody you, that comes back. I'm glad but, you brought that up. I hate to cut you off. I'm glad you brought that because I'm leading you into something here, Eddie. Primetime Eddie Cross, yeah, our yeah, guest, no doubt about that. He is primetime. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury and his team, like they had like eight guys test positive for COVID and, and then Tyson Fury tested positive for COVID. I mean, if you've got this type of event going down, there's multi, multi, there's all these millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. I mean, with people investing in TV, uh, channels and, and, and venues and that kind of good stuff. And you're not responsible enough to get vaccinated. I mean, shouldn't you have to pay some type of price? I mean, I think that, that he sabotages this, this, 
this fight by not being responsible. And let me tell you, of all the people that died in the state of Maryland in the, in the month of June, all of them were unvaccinated, Eddie. Okay, well, one, I like, I didn't know that he wasn't vaccinated. From what I heard, I heard Bob Arum say that he was. Um, now, you know, I, the, the members of this team, I don't know. And I also know that even though you have the vaccination, it doesn't, you know, totally, you know, save you from, from it. You could still get it in one and two. It, like, it, they, they said that the, the, the symptoms won't be as bad right. if, um, you know, so like, I don't know. Like, and, and, and this is what a second big fight in a short time that stopped. You know that got upended by this. You know, um, Teofimo and Cambosis, um, and you know that the whole thing with Teofimo. You see him out in Vegas hanging out. You know, for for the other fights, and and that was that one. I think was more egregious. Well, I just can't. I just I, I don't listen. You know, here's what's up, Eddie. When I grew up. We had the polio vaccine and we had the measles vaccine, okay? And we took the vaccines and there was no big live, there was no big controversy, this and that. And the vaccines has never, and the vaccines has never been wrong. I mean, there hasn't been hundreds of thousands of people or people have died from the vaccines or anything like that in the history of the United States. How can these people be so anti-science? Well, you know, th- things have changed also, like the way we used to get them. It's just different. Right. So, you know, we used to get them, you know, one, we'd get one and we go back to the doctor, we get another one, you know, we go back to the doctor, we get maybe two. Right. Now they, you know, they put them together in a big cocktail, those vaccines, you know, in particular, um, you know, polio and measles and things of that nature. So, you know, they put them all together in, in, you know, one big cocktail, and it affects different people in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why you know some people are are anti-vax. Like I, like I get it. Do I, you know, do I believe that it's going to affect you? Well, you know what? If there's a chance that it might affect my child, then you know maybe I don't want to do that. Now, this vaccine, okay, is something different. Right. I like yeah, you've heard some people have negative effect to it, but not very many. And you've, you've heard more people have ne- negative effects to catching COVID. So, like, you know, there, you know, like I, I'm, you know, I wasn't going to take my chances yeah, you know, in, in catching COVID, you know, especially like I'm, you know, on planes and traveling all over the world. Man, I like I'm not messing around. Okay. That. You know, Marvin Huerta, I don't know if you remember the Huerta brothers. I can't remember Marvin's brother, but they were from Newman's gym, and uh, they were in the Pete Alvarez gym, and, and, and Pete Alvarez's stable. Anyway, yeah. Marvin Huerta... Yeah, Marvin Huerta's father, everybody took the, everybody took the vaccine in the family. His father said, screw it, F it, or whatever, but he wasn't going to take it, this and that. He passed away this past week. He, he doesn't have to be dead. If he would have took the vaccine, he'd still be alive. You know, you know what kind of pain that's causing the family? Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's sad, but it is also not like making it any better by us ripping them new ones. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ripping them. I'm just, I know, I know, I, I know, I know. Look, it, 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 this is a serious situation. I believe, like you, that people should get the vaccination. Now, if they don't want to get the vaccine, 
and they want to play Russian roulette like that, I can't, I, you know, I'm not, like, running over with the needle and trying to jab it, jab it in their arm before they can get away from me, right? Okay. So they, that, that's on them, man. I, like, I, like, I, you know, I get, I get it. I understand, you know, their concern, but okay. it's, you know, I'm getting that. I got the vaccine. I'm good. Okay. I, I got about a minute left here. Eddie Cross, I guess. Well, Jamel Charlo, is he, is either, I mean, of the Jamel and Jamal, are they superstars? Yes or no? Not yet. Okay. I, uh, they're, they're definitely stars. They're definitely stars and they're definitely exciting. And for me, I, I, you know, I, I like to watch them fight. And, and I particularly, you know, I think their antics are pretty funny, even mm-hmm. though, even though they're not making sense half the time. But, but yeah, I, you know, they're not superstars yet, though. So. Okay. Let's talk B Street Boxing before the break. What's happening at B Street Boxing on there in San Mateo, California? What's going on? You, you know, we're open full board. we got classes six days a week. You know, check me out, bstreetboxing.com. Like I said, I'm going to be, you know, out for, for the rest of July, um, you know, out in, in Latvia and then Germany. And hopefully when I get back, you know, we'll have a guy getting ready to fight for a world title and a new national champion. So well, I'll be happy about that. Always a pleasure. Say hello to the family. I wish you the best. Stay healthy, Eddie, and safe travels, okay? I don't pay for the one, the only, folks, Primetime Eddie Croft on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check him out, bstreetboxing.com. That's bstreetboxing.com in San Mateo, California. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. Lenny Williams to the break, going back to the 70s on this one. But too many times I just Again and again and again I see how full my life could be with the love of my special angel. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today come on you watch the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic 
call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Get your feet back on the ground. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV, of course. 1989, I'm in pretty good shape. I get myself in shape to go down and see Ray Leonard because I know I'm going to train with him. I'm going to run with him, things like that. So, in other words, I got to get myself together. I mean, Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm going to train with Sugar Ray Leonard, okay? So, anyway, um, I got in real good shape before I left. You train before you go there. I mean, you don't show up there and expect to go running with these guys or train with these guys and be in decent shape. You know, if you're not, okay, you can't. You don't want to look bad in front of these guys. These guys are world champions. So, anyway, I got myself together. I think I ran about... Two months. I ran two months hard because I knew I was going to go down and spend some time with Sugar Ray in his training camp. He was training for a June 1989 fight with Thomas Hitman Hearns. That was a rematch. Anyway, um, so Ray and I are training. We're running this and that, running day. And I mean, sometimes we ran twice a day. He would run twice, run in the morning and run again at night. Of course, at nighttime, a lot of were sprints and things like that. I learned some stuff from him. Of course, I couldn't use it in my boxing career because at that point in time, I had retired a year earlier. Anyway, Ray Charles and I went unplugged. And I think that back, this was late, early, early May 1989, unplugged from uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Check it out. Unplugged Ray Leonard. Ray, 19 years boxing now, Olympic gold medalist, five world titles. What more is there for you to attain? Well, Pedro, uh, for me, I just like to do what I want to do. You know, for me, boxing has been such a uh, an integral part of my life, opening doors, creating better avenues for me and other people. And um, as long as I still can do it, you know, I say, why not? Um, I don't complain about getting up in the mornings to do world work. You've, you've ran with me a number of times, and I enjoy the competition. This is a part of my life, and for as long as I can do it. You're 33 years old, but because of your layoff and you weren't you were off for a couple of years, how old is Ray Leonard's body physically? Well, you know, I never put an age on my body because I think once I do that, I, I limited myself to uh, the duration of time I have left in the ring. Uh, I put no relevance to how old I am. I think it's just a matter of how I feel. I think it's a matter of what I exhibit in the ring and outside the ring. They're pretty much uh, 
equates my age. The hunger is still there? The hunger is always there. People fail to realize that I love to win. I love the challenge. I thrive on winning. I thrive on victory. And uh, if that wasn't the case, I wouldn't be in here working out as hard as I do. I wouldn't be taking my body through rigorous workouts, training, road work, uh, dealing with the media, uh, the uh, scrutiny of, of, of exploitation. I wouldn't deal with that. If little Ray or Bobo, you've got two two boys now. Ray, little Ray is not little anymore. He wears your clothes, or you wear his. <laughs> well, I wear his. Well, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I don't wear his clothes anymore. I think he's a large. I'm still a medium. <laughs> Okay, what if little Ray or Bobo wanted a box? Would you approve of that? You know, that that's a very interesting question. If he really wanted to, but I also would make him realize the comparison would be too much. You're talking about peer pressure for young people. That's an enormous amount of pressure because of comparison to his old man. I wouldn't want to see that happen. And thank God, little Ray has his own mind. He's most he's more musically inclined. He loves athletics. He, he more so wants to play basketball and uh, football. What about Bobo? He's quite a character. If anything, Bobo, Jarrell, I don't know. He's very precocious. I think he has uh, the ambition and the talent to be a politician. <laughs> Ray, if either of them had a re- had repair retina, had a de- damaged retina, had it repaired, how would you feel about letting them box again? You know, Pedro, that is too hypothetical to even say because, you know, being a parent, ne- naturally you fear uh, the risk factor. But... I think for, in order for my son to be happy, he has to do what he wants to do. If it's productive, you know, people say, well, Ray, it's inexplicable that you return to the ring. You suffered an injury, a very serious injury. But I think we must appreciate medical technology, the, the advancement, arthroscopic surgery. You have a lot of people, a lot of athletes that suffer the same injury, football, baseball, uh, soccer, every type of physical contact sport. But because of who I am, because of the individualism of my particular sport, I am pretty much singled out. You told me before that you're an amateur ophthalmologist. <laughs> I think I am because from personal experience, uh, personal evaluation, I think being a spokesman, I think I've been able to uh, understand the, uh, the anatomy of uh, retinal surgery. <laughs> In your own words, you've created your own destiny You've uh, through free agency. How did that start? Well, I've watched great fighters in the past without naming them. And I've always said, you know, what happens afterwards? Because I've always hated the term boy, although a lot of people don't mean it the way they say it. But it, I think it's the tone of voice that you use, or my fighter. And, you know, and my fighter is boxing terminology of saying, you know, I represent this young man. But sometimes I have problems saying, that's my fighter. You know, that's who I represent. And I never wanted the one to say, that's my fighter, because I'm no one fighter but my own. Is Andrew Maynard your fighter? Andrew, Andrew Maynard is my client. He, he is my uh, protege. Uh, you know, sometimes we have a tendency to, to stumble and say, my fighter. But I think it's, it's what's from the heart that people are able to uh, perceive what you really mean. Okay, Maynard's an Olympic gold medalist. You've got another kid down here, a Canadian named Dan Sherry. He's looking pretty promising. Well, Dan Sherry, you know, uh, he's a young man that I also have high hopes. And there are people that say, well, these guys are just ordinary fighters. Well, with the exception of Andrew because of his uh, Olympic exposure. But one thing about it, if anything, I prefer to have a young man that is self-motivated, uh, that has self-discipline, that's productive, that's clean-cut, as opposed to having a guy that's world-beater. Because those, the guys that I have are very decent young men. You've easily almost made $100 million in the ring. Where will it stop? You're taking it one fight at a time, am I right? 
one fight at a time. You hit it right on the head, one fight at a time. I, yeah, people say, well, you, Ray don't know when he quit. His ego and his, his arrogance and this and that makes him continue. That's right. That's what makes me who I am. Because if, if you didn't have confidence in yourself, you can't make it in this world. Be alone, let it be business or, or athletics. you got to have some type of confidence. Okay, let's talk about the rematch with the hitman from Detroit, Thomas Hearns. We're about a week away now. How do you feel about this fight? This is the first time that you've fought in the guy again that you've already beaten. I feel great. You know, I've been working on a, a variation of, of styles with variation of, uh, of opponents and challengers. I hate calling them sparring partners sometimes. But uh, the young men that I work with are fast. And I think this, I feel this way rather, that, that they are so tenacious in, in so many rounds that if I can contend with them, I can contend with anybody. I'm looking forward to a big fight with Tommy Hearns. I am prepared for whatever he should do. I've worked on balance. I've worked on peripheral vision. I've worked on counter-punching. I've worked on strong punches, body shots. You know, the other day, all body shots. One day, I work on defense, offense. I'm, wor- I'm ready for whatever he should do. Okay, I watched it the other day. In case, when Hearns gets hurt, he has a habit of grabbing. I mean, like, he- like Hulk Hogan, headlocks, hammer locks, the works. I watched you physically push your sparring partners off. I mean, physically, you are rough. Well, that would be the case, too, because I watched him with James Kitchen and the, the way he grabbed Kitchen. I'm, if anything, you know, Tommy Hearns held on for dear life. It was ugly, but it was survival. But I'm ready for whatever he should do. Okay, Tommy says that your shot, he says that your, you say that he's shot, he says that your shot is the biggest fight in the history of boxing, a, a battle between two shot warriors. I don't necessarily feel that I'm shot, um, and I don't, I don't particularly agree that Tommy's shot. I think Tommy's had some problems in the past and in his previous performances, but total shot, no. He still wins. He's perseverance. So how does Ray Leonard see the fight? June 12th, the bell's about to ring, Ray. It depends on how Tommy approaches the fight. You know, um, speculations that he's going to try to outbox me, he can't do that. I don't care how much he rides a bicycle. Uh, as far as trying to knock him out with one punch, I've been hit by a light heavyweight, you know, so the punch is not a factor. If anything, if this, if you had asked me this question three and a half months ago and I wasn't training, then I have a problem. I don't have a problem with Tommy Hearns. You told me that the tell Tommy I quoted you in Flash magazine is knocking me out is not a reality. It's not a reality. You know, Tommy Hearns, he, he's living in this, uh, this world that he's still the hit man. He should get away from that nickname. That nickname doesn't fit anymore. The last couple of fights, he's resembled the Hurt Man. Well, he's been more so on the receiving end of the uh, of the pitcher now. So, if anything, I'm coming. I'm going there to win. I don't care what happens. I'm going there to win. Okay, Ray. Let's let's talk about you. Who's your Who's your arch enemy? Roberto Duran. He's still around. He's not my arch enemy. You know, he's not. Uh, uh, Ray, you haven't talked to Duran lately. <laughs> to be honest with you, I hate this. <laughs> I can't say it on television. No, no, I don't mean. We all, we have verbal conf- confrontations, and we say things about each other. I think that's, a, that's the nature of the sport. But there is no direct animosity towards Duran. I respect Duran from what he's achieved in boxing because naturally he's contributed to the sport of boxing, and he's brought more attention. Uh, if anything, if we should meet, the best man is going to win. Did he cheat you out of your just desserts when he quit on you in the eighth round? I don't think he cheated me out of anything. I don't know why people feel that way. If anything, he cheated himself out of being claimed the greatest. Duran, Leonard, Nunn, I mean, there's a chance you're going to fight all these guys. First of all, let's talk about Michael Nunn. We had that confrontation that Pedro instigated in Las Vegas when we were out there on the floor, and I said, 
I said you, you came off tonight. You were perceived on HBO as as being fearful of Michael Nunn. Let's get the record straight. Are you scared of Michael Nunn? When you asked me, Pedro, I was on the dance floor at Botany's. I was dancing. I didn't think about Michael Nunn. But if anything, I think Michael Nunn is really a, a great great fighter uh, and, a, and a great champ. He represents the championship very well. He's not a great fighter yet. That's too premature. Because let's tell you how people feel. All of a sudden now, Michael Nunn was a guy that couldn't pack a punch, a guy that was a born fighter. All of a sudden now, he knocks out Colombe. He did the greatest thing since Mom's apple pie. I mean, they should really stick to what they're saying. Before I became great, or if they considered me great, I had to beat Hearns, Duran, Hagler. I don't believe in greatness. There was only a few great fighters. That was Ali, Sugar Ray Robinson, Joe Lewis, and Rocky Marciano. Okay. Any closing comments? I can't wait to June 12th. Good enough, sir. Good luck to you. Thank you, Pedro. You going to run tomorrow? I'll be right. You going to run tomorrow morning? Yeah. <laughs> 5.30. Sunday. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Right. Okay. Sugar Ray Leonard. You ever run with a cheetah? That's, that's what you're running with when you run with Sugar Ray Leonard. I kept up with him with like two and a half miles. That last half mile, he was like, he, he was a blur, an actual blur. And we have a van following us, right, to make sure we don't get run over in this and that. Well, the van left me because Ray was so far ahead of me. They had to cover race, but not my buddy. The bottom line is Ray is probably the greatest athlete I think I've ever seen in the history of boxing, in my personally, personal opinion. So I'm saying he's the greatest fighter of all time. He was the greatest welterweight of all time, I think, but... You know, Ray was, Ray was an accomplished athlete, athlete, no doubt about it. In fact, some of the guys that you mentioned there, Dan Sherry was a former Canadian champion. He signed him out of the 84 Olympics. He was 22-6 and six as a pro, was stopped four times. And, of course, Andrew Mader, the gold medalist, was 26-13 and 13 as a pro, got stopped nine times, didn't take a shot too well. But that's who Ray Leonard Ray Leonard wasn't the greatest promoter in the world, as, as indicated by the fact that guys like Pee Wee Parker and Maynard and the aforementioned um, – uh, Dan Sherry didn't do too well as pros, no doubt about that. Ray's a great fighter, but not a great promoter. You are listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. But this is a Sunday show, two-hour show. Of course, we split this up on Twitch.tv. You can watch us in the Sports Byline USA archives. It'll be happening pretty soon. A couple hours will be up and rolling. There was the first hour is one segment on Twitch.tv. The second hour is another segment on Twitch.tv. So you got two different hours to look at on Twitch.tv. Probably beginning today, probably about 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock uh, Eastern time tonight. We'll have it up and rolling. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Some more tower to the break. We're going to say, Lenny Williams, I love you. You know that. Going through the day, sometimes lonely. Trying to find myself a thrill. Little do I know it might come to me. Hanging out my window. We're talking byline sports, where sports happens. Just another day has gone, gone and left me in the same old boat again. Slowly drifting, yes, I know my life is kind of strange. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. 
so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's do it. Anybody who wants to fight, let's go. This is something new from the Tower of Power. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing and MMA. Uh, main event, Matt sends me a, uh, a text on the Twitch.tv Sports Byline USA chat channel and asks me who was, who was to blame for Roberto not being in shape, the trainers or Roberto? Let me, let me tell you, Roberto is like a horse. You can lead him to water, but you couldn't make him drink. You could bring him to the gym, but you couldn't make him train. Roberto trained when Roberto wanted to train. Of course, that was his, his downfall to an extent. But again, then again, he had like 120 fights and he's still pretty lucid. I mean, he can still talk a good game and he listens well and he comprehends what he does. So the bottom line is at the end of the day, 
the residual effects of professional boxing did not wear hard on Roberto Duran. One year ago, the entire world was moved deeply by the heroics of a six-year-old, a young man by the name of Bridger Walker, who risked his entire life, risked his life to save his younger sister from a dog attack. Upon learning of Bridger's courageous action, the WBC, the World Boxing Council, not only sent him an iconic green belt and named him an honorary world champion, they named a new weight class after him. We at the WBC are so honored to name our, uh, name Bridger our honorary champion for his immense courage. Of course, now they got the bridge, bridge, uh, bridge weight championship. Of course, that's 204 pounds, most like a junior heavyweight. It's a long time in the making because, you know, heavyweights are 205 pounds now. Can't compete with heavyweights 250 pounds. You just can't do it. Can't give up 45 pounds. Size matters in two things. Pornography and combat sports. Speaking of pornography, the USC, I'm looking at the results at their, uh, upcoming fights. You wonder why they're lacking superstars. They're still making $290 million because it isn't the fighters. It's the UFC. I'm looking at this, um, Makarok versus Moises, uh, Sanhaven versus TJ Dillashaw, Hall versus Strickland. I mean, these are not like epic names or anything like that. You're not going to go, hey, I want to see that one. I want to see that one. The bottom line is Dana's giving us quantity and not quality. But that's Dana White, the pimp that he is. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking out the upcoming boxing schedule. The 17th, Jamal Charlo and Brian Castano for the undisputed 154-pound title. July 24th, the Olympics, of course, from uh, Tokyo, Japan. Are they going to happen? July 24th, pay-per-view Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder ain't going to happen. So wherever you do on the 24th, that fight's not going to be happening. July 31st, Conor Bunn and Adrian Gonzalez on the zone. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in. 37, make that 38 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you so much for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Don't forget the WBC's website, wbcboxing.com. Till next time, peace, love, and lots of respect.